Hello, welcome to the Read, Write, Edit, Repeat podcast, the podcast about any and everything related to writing. I am your host, Teresa Hurst. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, First things first, I have a couple of things that I want to discuss. One of them being that in case you didn't notice, in case you didn't see on my website or didn't notice that there wasn't a second episode last week, I have decided that for the time being, I am only going to upload new episodes on Tuesdays. And there are a couple of reasons for that. Number one, I get tired of hearing myself talk to just myself. So I I run out of things to say and I am not by any means an expert in writing and the art of writing and publishing and all the things that go along with it. So I am actively working on lining up more guests. I, I'm got, um, I think three or four right now that I'm working on lining up and hopefully next week will be the first of those interviews. So I'm working on that. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please let me know. You can contact me through my website, readwriteatrepeat.com, or you can contact me on Twitter at RWE Repeat. So those are two great ways to get in touch with me. If you do anything related to writing and would like to discuss it, or if there's a book you want to talk about, if you've got a new release coming out, if you've got a blog that you want to talk about, or you just want to talk about something that's going on in the writing community as a whole, let me know. We can set something up and get you on air. And if I get more guests lined up, we'll go back to twice a week. But for now, we're just going to stick with a Tuesday episode until I can get things figured out and get a, get a lot more episodes lined up and in the queue for you. Um, but that's the reasoning behind just one episode last week and just this one episode this week. But hopefully here in the near future, we'll be able to go back to two episodes. Um, also, if you have any ideas on specific topics you would like to hear about um, that you would like for me to talk about, please let me know on the same platforms what those would be. I can do some research if I don't know enough about it. I can find hopefully find somebody within the community that would be willing to talk about it. Just let me know what you want to hear, what you want to talk about, because I'm sure you're not all just wanting to hear about my day-to-day life and specific, you know, just what's going on with my writing world, because you can find out about that on my blog or on my Twitter feed. So let me know if there are specific topics that you want to discuss or have discussed here on the show. So All right, that's enough of housekeeping for today. Today's topic, this is not going to be a very long episode because I get, I struggled to find something to talk about. And of course it was a tweet today that again, gave me the idea for what to talk about. And I can't just keep depending on random tweets to feed my, my ideas for shows. So but this one, this one was really interesting to me. It's a, th- it's a point of contention amongst readers. This is really more about this. It's kind of the rules of reading. We've discussed the rules of writing, and these are the rules of reading that we hear. That you know, you how to treat a book. Really, it's you know people have very very strong opinions on this, and the tweet today that triggered it. I'll actually discuss it at the end. I don't want to give too much, but it's, it's gotten a lot of attention. It was actually trending on Twitter, which, you know, we don't get a whole lot of trending on Twitter stuff related to the writing community, but th- this was definitely something that got a lot of people in their feels today. So 
So we're going to talk about it and I will get to that that specific tweet and what this person had done that caused such an uproar. If you may already know, but I'll get to it here in just a minute. But I want to talk to us specifically about a couple of things that people do with books that just for some reason just cuts people to their core. And the first one I want to talk about is dog-eared pages. If you're not familiar with the term dog-eared, um, a dog-eared page is where you bend the corner of the page down using it as a, the page itself as a bookmark. Um, whether it be to let you know where you were in the book or to come back if, if you're using it as a way to notate to come back to that page. People are very, very particular about this. They have strong opinions about whether or not you should dog ear a page. Um, me personally, I have been known to do it. I don't do it often. It's rare that I do not have something within reach or that I can get up and grab to mark a page. But if I don't, if I'm, you know, running around town and stuck in my car, well, even in my car, there's usually something. But if I'm somewhere where I don't have something that I can stick in the book, a piece of paper or a receipt, something I have been known to dog ear a page. Um, like I said, it doesn't happen very often, but I, I don't see the harm in it. First of all, I paid for the book. It's my book. I wouldn't do it to a library book. I wouldn't do it to a rare or a collectible book. And that's a, a big point for me. I'm not talking about rare or collectible books. I'm talking about book. I'm not talking about books that can't be replaced. I'm talking about books that can easily be replaced, you know, regardless of money. Like, you know, I can go buy the hard copy of, I don't even know if a hard copy of it exists, but I can go buy a hard copy of a book and if I ruin it, I can replace that book. Most, I mean, most books can fairly easily be replaced with just a, a little bit of money. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> books that can be easily replaced. So dog-eared pages, not a big deal to me. For some people, it's like nails on a chalkboard almost. Like they cringe. They can't believe somebody would do that to a book. I have zero problem with it. It's your book. You do what you want to with it. Don't do it to a library book. Don't do it to somebody else's book unless you plan on replacing that book for them because they may have strong feelings about it. But dog ear page, not a problem for me. The second thing on this list is broken spines. This usually applies to um, paperback books. And I frequently break spines on a book. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, breaking a spine is when you bend the book all the way back so that the pages will fold back behind each other so that you're only looking at one page at a time. That breaks the spine. I do it frequently, especially when I am reading a book that I am very, very into. If I have broken the spine on a book within the first 20 pages of it, this author has got my attention. I plan on sitting and reading that book until I'm done reading. I'm not doing anything else. I am all in on this book. And to me, that's a positive sign. And, my thing, and the thing about breaking a spine is you risk... The glue coming undone, you risk loosening it to the point that pages will start to fall out. I've had that happen a couple of times with a couple of different books. But, again, I can replace that book. 
And it's, for me, no worse. And I, I have a preference for paperbacks. And it's because I can do that. Because I can fold the pages back and, and be one page at a time. And to me, it's easier to hold that way. But it can, like I said, it can be easily replaced. And I'm all for a broken spine. To me, a broken spine is a signal of a good book. Especially if you're looking on my bookshelves. If the spine is broken, I really enjoyed that book. I may or may not let you borrow it. It depends on the book and whether or not I'm ready for a new copy of that book. Okay. So the next note is notes. Do you write notes in books? I don't write notes in books. There are people that do that. And I imagine if you're, um, if you do a lot of book reviews, you may do this. Or if you're reading a lot of fiction, I'm sorry, nonfiction, I do, I do know the difference. If you're, if you're reading a lot of nonfiction, um, and you're doing some kind of type of project or need the notes for something, or if you plan on, um, maybe writing fan fiction or, I don't know the reasoning behind writing notes or if you've got to do a, a book report or for school or, you know, you want the next person to have a clue as, you know, if you think it's helpful and you're going to be passing that book on, if it's helpful, helpful information. Like I said, I don't know why people write notes, but I know that they do. And again, I come back to it's your book. As long as it's your book, I don't see the problem with it. So, and I think it, I think a lot of it comes down to, people feeling like books are so important and books are, they are so important, but not as a physical object, <laughs> not as, because again, most of them can be replaced. So we don't need to, like, they don't have to be held up to a shrine because it's a book. Um, I, I don't see the point of it. Now, do I get upset if I, you know, ruin a book? By spilling something on it. Yeah, that sucks. But again, I can replace it. And I know I've said that a hundred times already in this 10 minute episode. <laughs> so, but that's my biggest point of what I'm saying today is it's, it's really just not that big a deal to me. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but do with your books as you see fit. Don't let someone else's opinion on how you handle a book change how you handle a book. It's yours. Do what you want to with it. All right. Now I have two more points. And the first one is not, it's a little controversial, but it's not quite as controversial as, as the last one that was triggered by the tweet. So this first one, this next one is about throwing books away, throwing, literally throwing in them, them in the garbage for them to go to a landfill. Now, I can only think of two reasons that I would throw a book away. And I have, I don't think I've ever done the second one. The first reason would be if for some reason it got wet and was therefore unreadable. If a book is unreadable, like if it's become moldy, if it's become damaged in some way that it can, literally cannot be read again, then I would throw a book away. I've probably done that a couple of times in my life. Not often. Um, but you know, things get put in storage and sometimes they get mildewy and gross. It's been known to happen. So I, I have thrown a, at least a couple of books away for that reason. Um, I don't think I've ever th thrown a book away for any reason other than damage that makes it 
unreadable. Um, the other reason that I could think of that I might throw a book away is that it is so horrible, so so damaging as far as I'm not talking about as a personal perspective. I didn't like the storyline. I didn't like the um, the style of the book or the or the topic or the genre. When I say damaging, I mean harmful to humanity. And we don't see a lot of those types of books. Um, but if I were to ever run across one, then it would, and I'd probably, I would probably tear it apart before putting it in. Like, I think no one else on the face of the planet should ever read this book. That would be a reason for me to absolutely destroy a book. Um, but the, those are the only two reasons I can think of throwing away a book is one that it's already become so damaged that it cannot be read and that it absolutely should not be read by another human being because it's harmful to humanity for it to be read. So those, those are my opinions on, on throwing away books. I would love to hear from other people about if they have ever thrown a book away and why, what, what pushed them to that decision? Because I do feel like throwing a book away is extreme because if I don't like a book, I'm more prone to like leave it laying around somewhere out in public in the hopes that somebody else will pick it up and like it. And I do that like with books that I, I have, I have read and don't plan to read again. I have done that in the past of, okay, I'm done with this book. Let me find somebody else to hand this off to or give it, you know, even just donate it to a secondhand bookstore. Um, cause somebody might really, it might be somebody's favorite book somewhere down the line. You never know. Ever, like I said before, everybody's tastes are different in books. And so you never know that, but I'm not going to throw one away just because oh, I didn't like it. If I'm disgusted by the material, <laughs> because I think it could be harmful to someone for someone else to read it. That's when I'm going to throw a book away. All right. Now we're going to move on to the final note of today, which of course was the, as I said before, what was tweeted about. And it kind of blew my mind that somebody would do this. And I'm not like offended, but I don't really get it. Although it did get me thinking. This person literally took their books and cut them down the spine to cut them in half because they were too big. They said that they it made it easier to be mobile with the book, to carry it to work or doctor's offices or wherever, if they only had half the book. And that, the granted, the books that were in the picture, because yes, there was a picture and they had done this to several books, were... Um, Stephen King level long books as far as like it it is the go to when you think about a, an extraordinarily long book and it's got me sitting here looking and I've got three on my shelf one of them is Stephen King's It one of them is Stephen King's Insomnia one of them is Greg Isles Natchez Burning and the only reason it's so big is it's because it's the paperback and it's large print I didn't I ordered it online and I ordered the wrong edition um but they're, these, these books are massive and they're, they are, they're hard to hold when I'm reading them, but I still can't imagine that I would cut it down my spine to make, and they somehow like taped a, a piece of cardboard on the, on the non cover sides that were left open to hold it, to keep it held together. Um, but I still can't imagine cutting because to me, that's, that's bordering on 
destroying a book that I might want to hand off to someone else or that I might want to read later. And I, I could not bring my, I would not be able to bring myself to do that. I don't think I'll decide when I actually get into those books because I haven't started. I started Stephen King's it and I put it down because my hands were having a hard time holding it. So I may reevaluate my position on this cutting a book in half idea. Um, but I still, it's like I'm sitting here thinking, I just don't know that I could take a pair of scissors to it. I just, I don't know that I could actually go through with it. The idea is intriguing, but I don't think I could do it. I would love to hear from my listeners um, your thoughts on this and whether or not it's something you think you could do. Could you cut a book in half to make it easier to read? There were a lot of people who were like, you know, just get an e-reader. Just, you know, buy 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 a digital copy. Don't, don't cut it in half. Well, there are some of us, and I am one. I despise reading on a screen. I've tried it multiple with multiple different types of screens and you know it's supposed to look like a book. It's not the same to me and it's difficult for me to read off of a screen. I have a hard time keeping focus. I need to my eyes need to jump away from it too often and it makes it it just makes it very difficult for me and so I avoid I avoid them at all costs now if I absolutely have to read something on the screen I will but I prefer not to um so yeah let me know what you think about cutting a book in half (laughs) but still reading it you're not throwing you're not doing it specifically to damage the book you're doing it for ease of reading to make it easier so is it horrible that way? You're still reading the book. I I don't know. I'm still, I'm on the fence. Y'all, y'all know how to convince me one way or the other whether or not this is a good thing or not. All right. That's going to be it for today. Like I said, hopefully next week's episode is going to have one of my guest interviews on it. Again, if you want to be a guest, let me know. Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode again right now only on Tuesdays I will let you know before I go back to a bi-weekly schedule you can always get in touch with me at my website <clears throat> excuse me readwriteeditrepeat.com or on twitter at rwe repeat so that's the episode for today I have decided I do not like the outro that I've been saying the little line at the end although Carmen in case you didn't know I was saying um treat every day like karma is real because in my world she is i don't know if you caught the reference if you have checked into me at all karma is the name of my first book it is available on amazon go check it out go find it karma Teresa hurst um book two is coming soon i'm working on it but i need something better for an outro for a for a tagline for the for the wet for the podcast i would love those suggestions as well Give them to me on Twitter. Give them to me on my on my blog, whichever you prefer. Just make sure you come back and listen. That's all I'm asking. Come back and listen. Let me know what you think. Thank you for being here, and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.